What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to the first episode of 2015, Kinda Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. First things first, follow me on Twitter, at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery, at I Am Database, space with two S's. Follow us as a unit, at Kinda Neat. We're super official now, and we don't have That's Kinda Neat anymore. We were just at Kinda Neat. K-A-I-N-D-A-N-E-A-T. Your New Year's resolution this year should be to just go ahead and click that follow button. I'm not going to like blow up your timeline. I know it's obnoxious to follow people on Twitter sometimes. There are a lot of people that are obnoxious on Twitter. The Kind of Need account is not one of those. You will only get updates about who we are posting about, and I very rarely use it for anything else. Every once in a while, I'll go on a rant. And I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I realize that it takes me a long time of having listened to them before I actually follow any of the directions about following the people on Twitter or leaving a comment or review. So make it your New Year's resolution to just go ahead and click that follow button, and then go ahead and subscribe to us on the podcast app. Download that podcast app. Search for Kind of Neat. Subscribe. Leave a comment and leave a review. It'll all be so helpful. YouTube.com slash that's kind of neat or YouTube.com slash C slash kind of neat where eventually you are going to see our guest today, Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, perform a song called Green Ranger. Now, with that being said, we're putting this podcast up on Wednesday and the video will not be finished by then because we are just waiting on a high quality version of the beat for mixing purposes. And when we get that, we're going to put it up. So maybe it'll be like Friday, Saturday or maybe next week. I'm not really sure. But eventually with patience, that video will come out and you should go watch it. That being said, I wanted to get this podcast up because I think it's a really great episode and I'm really, I don't know, I was just, I found it really interesting. I created a really good rapport with this dude. Like, I feel like we had a lot of similarities and we had a lot of time. We had an hour and a half car ride to get to the studio to kind of get acquainted. And then we basically did a podcast in the car. And then I kind of had to like, we had to like do it all over again in the studio. And even still, I learned a bunch of new shit about him while we were doing that. So... You know, we created this fucking seeming friendship that was pretty cool, and we've been texting ever since, and he's like a really good fucking dude, and, and, I, and I'm excited for you guys to hear his story. Over the break, it's been kind of a somber period for me. I went up to Ojai on Christmas Day, and I had been hearing that my step-grandfather, Bruce, was pretty sick. He had just recently gotten onto hospice, which is where they put a hospital bed in your you know, in your living room or in your bedroom or whatever. And you're pretty much bedridden for all intents and purposes. And it had been a pretty quick progression because just a month before that, he was he was still kind of walking around, but he had gotten put on oxygen for 24 hours a day. So he had the clear tube oxygen things in his nostril all day, and it was kind of pumping and made this loud kind of Darth Vader noise at their apartment. But he was still mobile. You know, he was walking around with a walker, and they actually even, like my uncle was in town last month, and they even took him to Home Depot, I think. So taking it to that next step of hospice was a pretty big deal. And so when I went up, you know, my folks had been warning me like, or my mom had been warning me specifically like, you know, Bruce is in bad shape and um, it's going to be pretty somber while you're here. And I thought I was pretty mentally prepared. And, uh, you know, I don't know. There's no way to really prepare yourself for that. Um, while I was there, the, the day that I was there for Christmas, it was really sad. Like he was in a lot of pain. He, um, 
had he had an impacted bowel so he was basically like really in a lot of pain i was the only one in the house strong enough to kind of really lift him up and take him to the bathroom and back so a lot of my day was kind of spent just sitting in the living room with him and waiting until he felt he had to get up and then i would take him to the bathroom and we would sit him down and then you know my grandmother would kind of clean him up and that day he was in so much pain that he wasn't even really that cognizant i barely heard him speak at all you know, it was really sad. And the thing is, like, I want to preface it by saying, like, I don't need any condolences. Uh, you know, my condolences go out to my grandmother. They were together for 41 years and happily married for 38 years. And, um, you know, Bruce became, he was my, my mom's stepdad and she was, she was very close with him over the years. And Bruce and I were never that close. I got to be honest. So like, it's funny. Like, I actually have a funny story that I think that he would appreciate hearing. Our beef goes all the way back to when I was f- about four years old or five years old. You know, at that point, I was already playing t-ball and stuff. And like my dad and I would play catch and I would, like loved baseball already. And so I remember we, we were at their house. Uh, this is when they used to live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We were at their house and they had a big Olympic sized pool because I should also preface this by saying like Bruce was extremely smart. Bruce is the smartest person maybe that I've ever met. He was the vice president of one of the biggest steel companies uh, in the country. And so he took my grandmother and like spoiled, you know, spoiled her. Like she got to live a very amazing lifestyle because of him. And I'm super grateful because of that. So they had a big pool in their backyard and he was great to me when I was a kid. I, I, I like, I can't front on that. He was a woodworker and he used to, he made me like a, a rocking horse that we still have a custom rocking horse and you know, all kinds of building blocks out of wood. And if you guys have ever seen the finish with a kill video or the ain't the blues video, he's the one who crafted that box that's in that video. Like he was still woodworking into his eighties. Anyway, we're at his pool and um, he's kind of bonding with me and going like, okay, here, do you want to put this chlorine thing in there? And it's back when you used to have those floating chlorine things that would be in the pool and you would put a big chunk of like raw chlorine in it and then it would kind of just float around in there. And, uh, he told me, and he looked at me and he goes, now do not throw this in the pool. Do not cock back and throw this, place it in there gently, you know? And it was because if, if I threw it, the thing was going to break open and the raw chlorine would fall into the pool. And then it was a big bunch of drama, you know, it sets off the pH balance and blah, 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 blah. I'm not a pool expert. Anyway, I'm four or five years old and he's telling me don't throw it. And so immediately I want to throw the shit. So he puts it in my hand. And I fucking cock back and I throw it and it lands all the way on the other side of the pool and he gets super pissed. I can't remember if it broke open and the chlorine fell in or not, but he gets really pissed and he starts yelling and he gives me a little, he gives me a little licking on the butt. He gives me a little spank. And I remember I was already very cognizant of the fact that I had a grandfather and I had a step grandfather and I looked at him and I yelled, you're not my real grandfather. And I started screaming bloody murder. You know, you can't hit me. You're not my grandfather. And my mom and, and my and my nanny come running out. And I'm just, you know, crying my eyes out. And they take my side because I was like a mama's boy and I was a grandmama's boy. And they say, Bruce, you can't hit him. Don't spank my child. We've decided not to spank my child. Don't do that. You know, and I still got spanking sometimes. I'm not trying to say I grew up in a house writing and spanked. That's not the case. But they're like, you can't spank him. Don't do that. Ever since then, there's I feel like that's like the deep seated root of of tension between us since I was a child. Ever since then, I feel like he's always just kind of like looked at me a little sideways, and maybe or maybe it's me, and maybe I'm just like crazy and I think too much, and you know. But but like I said, he was one of the smartest people that I've ever met, and 
I'm no dummy myself, and I think and, and I think when you get two smart people in a room together, particularly ones whose ideologies are so different, you know, because he was, he, you know, he's a, a wealthy man in his heyday who had more conservative ideals, and he came from a different generation, and you know, he had his ways, and I had my ways, and we would often we would often argue about those, and uh, and I you know, and I was a cocky little shit a lot of my life, and so. It got better towards my adult years. I remember like particularly past the age of 25, like the last 10 years with him or so have been have been much better. And, and um, yeah, I don't know. He he was a dude that knew more about more than anybody that I've ever met. And I respect him greatly. And uh, yeah, so I left the morning after Christmas because I, I had other things to do. And so I left and, and and when I got home, I felt fucking guilty that I was gone because I knew that my mom and grandmother and my dad who, you know, my dad is not super cognizant, you know, like he, he as most of you guys know, he does have Alzheimer's disease. And so he's not uh, a lot of help with following instructions and stuff because he'll quickly forget instructions. So. I was kind of the only person during the time off, like it was a weekend. So the, the healthcare givers don't come during the weekend and it was a holiday. So they're not there on Christmas. Um, that she came that morning that I left, but she wasn't going to be able to come the next day because it was going to be a Sunday, I think. And so I called my mom and I said, do you want me to come back? And she said, yeah. And so I ended up staying another three days and, and, um, you know, just caring for him and picking him up and taking him to the bathroom and sitting him down and then putting him back and tucking him back in and sleeping on the couch next to him. And, and there was a lot of restless nights. It was, it was three restless nights. And the day that I finally left, the healthcare givers came and they put a catheter in him so he wouldn't have to get up anymore because his legs had, you know, all but given out on him. Uh, they were like little twigs. And the day after they put the catheter in him, uh, he passed away uh, on New Year's Eve day. <clears throat> It was the uh, it was the day before his birthday. He would have been eighty nine. So I went back up and I spent New Year's Eve day with my family and um, and you know on his birthday we had a nice party for him and a lot of friends came over and we laughed and I think he would have been happy about that. And uh, yeah, so rest in peace, uh, Bentley Bruce Dunwoody. And I'm sorry that my. Sorry that my first intro uh, is such a downer uh, of the year, but it's good to get the shitty stuff out of the way at the beginning of the year because you can cleanse your palate and, you know, there's always a fucking existential crisis around New Year's. That's just what it is. Everybody's on some fucking, you know, New Year time to like change and this and that and the other. And it's just some arbitrary fucking bullshit. Every day you should try to change for the better. And so after seeing the pain that he's in, I'm, I'm happy uh, that he passed around loved ones. And uh, I'm very happy for all the things he's done for my family over the years. And uh, yeah, with that being said, this is my conversation with Mr. Motherfucking Esquire. It's a really cool story. You guys know him. He had a song. He had a big song in 2011 called Huzzah. It was around that time that everybody was kind of getting swooped up on the Internet and labels were going, oh, shit, like we need to get our hands on this. And so he got signed to Universal. And since then, things have been kind, things have been quieter. And I think this is his first long form interview. And we we get into all that. I think after this conversation, you guys won't be able to help but root for the dude because he's a good guy. So here's my conversation with Mr. Motherfucking Esquire.
here to LA. How are we getting graced with your presence? Um, you are blessed with the ability to be in the same room as me <laughs> because <laughs> now nah, I'm joking. Um, you're blessed to be in the room with me right now because I'm out here playing a handful of shows with my buddies, Mibs of uh, Pack Division, mm-hmm. Pack Div. I know they rebranded, mm-hmm. and um, my boy James No Can Do. Close friend of the show, family, if you will. Yeah, my boy Rhetoric. Yeah, Rhetoric. Yeah, Nietzsche. Nietzsche Cortez Nietzsche now. Nietzsche Cortez now, yeah. Yeah. And uh, my man Torres Scott. Torres Scott. DJ and shit, fly dude. And you guys just got off the road. Well, we actually, yeah, I mean, technically we, we got and now, Well, now you got now you got Low in Theory tonight, or tomorrow. Yeah, Low in tomorrow, and then um, we're doing, what, what is it called? Pomona, somewhere in Pomona. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Pomona is actually where I went to. That's where I, the first place that I moved in California. Really? Yeah, and that's like where I went to all my first hip hop shows and shit. Okay. Believe it or not. Yeah. After I fucking moved from Alaska, I moved straight to Pomona. How were the shows? Oh, um, they've been pretty cool. You know, it's been different, but um, it's been pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm actually just happy to be over here. I just want to come and get the experience and absolutely be able to kick it with dudes and build. Nice to get out of the snow, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, big time. Yeah, man. Well, let's fucking get right into it. From New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What part of New York did you grow up in? I grew up in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Crown Heights, specifically. Crown Heights. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like growing up in New York? Growing up in New York during the time that I grew up in New York was interesting. Um, You know, I like to say that I'm like, I got this from uh, my homeboy, uh, Hilly Hill. He tells me, like, we're middle school. You know what I mean? Like, our generation isn't old school, and our generation isn't new, mm-hmm. but we're still young. Mm-hmm. But we're, like, old enough to remember the old shit and new enough to be involved in the new shit. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So in middle school. Yeah. So growing up, when I grew up, you know, rap was just forming. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when Big I was alive when Biggie was alive. But yeah. I was a kid, but I remember, yeah. you know, seeing him downtown Brooklyn. And everybody's like, oh, that's Biggie. You oh, know? like you would see him walking around? Yeah, I mean, oh, that's he's Biggie. Tight. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, my mom was, everybody was seeing him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, going to Vaughn King Park and watching all the shows and Heavy D and shit. And everybody coming to the park to perform. So I seen that shit. Like, yeah. Like, my own two eyes. Like, Damn, that's dope. Yeah. I seen Big Daddy Kane mad times, like performing shit. Really? Yeah, growing up, I seen. Dog, seeing Big Daddy Kane live was like one of the, my favorite things that's happened to me in the last like four years. And probably. he can still do the kick over uh, Scoob's head. I don't Dog, know if he did it at your show. Yeah, he, he. Well, no, he didn't have his dancers with him, but like, uh, yeah, he was still. Crushing. I seen him do it. He did the splits. Yeah, he can still yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, or like you know the little thing that he does. Yeah, he's a shit dude. I love Big Daddy Kane. But um, yeah, so I grew up, you know. I so grew you up grew in up that. around that shit, just seeing it. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. I'd see ODB walking down my block. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, walking, just walking down the block, talking his hands, like looking at the sky. It was crazy. Did he seem like a crazy person when you would just see him? Or I was what? a little kid, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but nah, he's an ill dude, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Rock star. That's so dope to like grow up around that. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. immersed in it. Yeah, definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Indubitably. Yeah. What a trip. Yeah, yeah. So was that the music that you grew up around then? Like, that was just, you were already... Yeah, man. Like, you yeah. Because, like, I feel like you hear that generation of rappers talking about, like, oh, you know, I was raised on my parents' music, and mm-hmm. it was, like, you know, the... That was my parents' music. The, the Shaft fucking soundtrack. No, and that's, shit. that's my parents' music. Yeah. Like, I go to my mother's house. Yeah. She's not... She, she's playing 70s music. Yeah. But she's also playing Lost Boys. I come in, Lex Coop, the beam is in the... I'm like, my mom, oh, she must be cleaning the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they were, they were into your parents into rap, too. Yeah, you yeah. Know, she was my age when that was. She was part of that. She yeah. started it. You know what I'm wow. saying? Wow. So, yeah, yeah. That's dope to think. Yeah, yeah. 
you have a really fucking interesting family life. And so you already mentioned your mom. Your mom, what does she do? In um, my mom's a retired bus driver. She's Re- oh, she's retired already? Yeah, she's retired. Nice. So what she do nowadays? Um, I don't know. I think she. I don't know. I don't know what she's going to do with her life. I don't know. She just retired. Maybe like. Just this year? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Another <laughs> thing we have in common. My mom retired this year, too. Yeah, yeah. Retirement's got to be crazy. Like, what do you do with yourself? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. You think she'll be able to just sit around or is she get another job? No, she's not getting another job. Yeah? Just yeah. chilling? Yeah, she's chilling. Yeah. So, tell me about Pops. Pops. Um, what do you want to know? Well, how did your folks meet? Um, my dad met my mom through my aunt. My aunt introduced my dad to my mom. Like what, at a concert or something? I don't even know. I yeah. don't know the specifics of it. Yeah. But I do know that my aunt introduced my dad to my mom. Uh-huh. How old were they at the time? Um, well, my mother had me, she was 19, so uh-huh. she may have been about 18, he may have been about 24. Okay. Or maybe it was younger. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah. don't even know how long they were together. I never really asked these questions. Yeah. But so they get together, they make the giant that is Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, yeah, yeah. and what happens? They break up. They break up <laughs> immediately. Um, I, I, I'd assume so. I mean, I lived with my dad for a little while. I think they tried to make it work, but I yeah. think both of them were young. My pops was Rolling Stone. You try, trying to gather any moss. Yeah. And I don't think my mother was really feeling them like that. And it just right. Dissolved, you know it just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah, but your dad's not, he's not from New York? My pop is from Jamaica. And so, like, full-on Jamaican accent and everything. Yeah, my pops is a roster. He's like, a, oh, he's a roster yeah, straight up. Yeah, dreads down to his kneecaps. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's so tight. And he he had the dreads, like, already when you were a kid? Nah. And he just kept them? Actually, a joke about that is that he wanted them, but my mom told me she saw his fighters. She didn't want to grow his hair out. Oh, no shit. Yeah, but when he got, when I think once he got, once he really fully evolved, uh-huh. he just, you know, he turned into the lion, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I could imagine that. Yeah, but he's back in Jamaica now? Nah, my pops lives in Florida. Oh, and, yeah, that's right. He lives in uh, Miami, right? Uh, somewhere around somewhere like North that. Lauderdale One of the Lauderdales Yeah 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 And so the, the interesting thing That you told me in the car You have 15 brothers And sisters Around there probably Around there I'm not even sure The exact number I just yeah. say 15 Because it's a But for all intents and purposes a you're, lot. you're an only child Because you grew up In your mother's household exactly. And you're your only sibling That way Exactly but I don't want to misquote 15 Because my pa's going to listen to this Like yo it's not 15 <laughs> It's 12. Or yeah, it's yeah. But I know my pops has a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. Yeah, he busts them nuts off. He gets them off. Yeah, so he is really out here, like, exploring the world. Yeah, he, he knows the world very well. Yeah. Yeah. And what's that like for you? Like, how many of your siblings or half-siblings would you say that you're, like, close with? Um, Maybe one. Do you know all of their names? No. Wow, that's so crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them I didn't even know. I know one of them plays football from college. Really? Yeah. He's really good, too. Yeah. Are there any of them that you've seen pictures of and you're like, oh, whoa, like, yeah, we definitely. Yeah, yeah, all the time. My father texted me a picture of my brother the other day. Yeah. I might have it on my phone, I'm not even sure. Really? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. My my brother's name is uh, Fire, actually. That's his name, Fire? Yeah, with a Y. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's dope. Oh, like Hellfire Club. Yeah, exactly like Hellfire Club. freaked over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But my name's Hugh. My government name is Hugh. Oh, really? Yeah, my real name. I didn't think you were going to reveal that to me. That's cool. Um, But yeah, my name is Hugh. So I I asked my dad, I said, yo, like, why the fuck his name's so cool? He named me Hugh. (laughs) But that's actually my father. He was my father's name. I'm named that. I'm my father's name. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because you're his first son. Yeah, I'm his first son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you said he was a musician? Yeah, my pops get busy. He plays instruments. He sings. My mother sung as well. Oh, really? Yeah, both of them musicians. That makes me wonder. They had to have met in the music scene, man. Nah, nah. Nah, I don't think so. I know my aunt aunt just introduced them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are your mom's siblings into music as well, like singing and shit? Nah, just my mom. My mom's a great singer. You know what I mean? Songwriter. I I mean, she sit on my mother's lap and watch her write music. 
Really? Yeah. Sounds dope. That's how I found the love for music. Stevie yeah. Wonder and shit like that. Oh, that's amazing. But uh, so your dad makes reggae music? My pops does reggae. And he sings as well? Yeah, he sings. And plays instruments? Yeah, all types of congos and bongos and shit. Yeah. That's dope. Steel pans. And, and so he's, still, he's he, still out there doing it. You could have heard it. like, I don't play the steel pans. <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Yeah, I love yeah. you, Dad. You say, yeah, he just plays the steel drums and yeah. eats a lot of goat. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, that's nah, like, he doesn't eat meat. Oh, no meat? Nah, my father doesn't eat meat. You eat meat? Yeah, yeah I just yeah. saw you eat chicken. Oh, yeah, he just saw me bust yeah. down some chicken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, teriyaki. But no pork on your fork? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, you're talking about cool. halal meat, though. I, I, I like the halal Chinese spot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't care about it. Whatever feeds me, man. I'm yeah, yeah. That's the... <laughs> Before the meeting, yeah. yeah. So you grew up with your dad being an influence in your life, though. Like he lived close. Yeah, my pops. Him. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Crown Heights. My pops lived in East New York. Okay. So I spent all my weekends and my summers in East New York. Okay. And I spent all my, you know, my primary time, school time with my mom. Yeah. My pops would come get me every weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said your mom has a big family and you got a lot of cousins and stuff. How mm-hmm. close were they to you when you were growing up? As uh, like uh, geographically. Um. Well, my two cousins that I'm closest with, who I rap with, yeah. like uh, the world would know them as Heron and Goldie Glow. Uh-huh. They all know my music and shit. So, but uh, we all grew up together. We grew up in the same project. I'm from Kingsborough Project. Okay. So. So they're in the same building. Nah, two buildings over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys could see each other whenever. Then, so you had a support system. Literally, we saw each other every day. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. What was school like for you? School when? Which one? When you start elementary school, how were you in school? Because here's the thing, already, like, we've already had a conversation in the car. You seem mm-hmm. like a very, uh, you have a really interesting thought process on a lot of things, and you think, yeah, you seem like you're a, a person, you're a thinker, and I think that you're probably pretty well-learned and well-read, so did you take the school mm-hmm. pretty instantly? Yeah, I love school at first. Yeah, I went to Catholic school. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you Catholic? I mean, if, you if I went, I don't know if I was. Yeah. But I think I got baptized. What did you get? Catholicized? What did no, you get? you get baptized. Yeah, I think I got the thumb on my forehead thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did that. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And we used to eat the bread with the with the yeah the wafer and everything. Yeah, so like, you had oh uh, first communion. Yeah, I was popping. Yeah, this some I had I had I was baptized and had first communion as well. Yeah. What we learned about each other in cars <laughs> that we have a lot of fucking we have a lot of similarities, lot of similarities between us. Very yeah. different upbringings and different worlds, but we have a lot of the same fucking issues that we deal with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So and like Fred Durst and Method Man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that I get to be Method Man and not Fred Durst. Nah, Fred Durst was I'll be Fred Durst. I love Fred Durst. I thought he was really nice. I thought he was nah, dope. Fred, Fred Durst is cool, man. Yeah. I actually man, I used to fuck with Fred Durst heavy. Man. Yeah, he was yeah, dope. Yeah, he yeah. was dope. People hate on the biscuit, but it, but nah, at the, the, was there dope. was a time where that was like that man, shit was dope. They were man. the shit. That shit was dope. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh yeah, so going to school. Yeah, so yeah, I went to Catholic school maybe the first three years, and then I, then I transferred to a, a public school, regular regular school. Which did you prefer? Um, Catholic school was popping. I'm not gonna lie. Was, Why? I don't know. It felt like they nurtured you a little bit more. You know what I mean? They they had a little bit of time for everybody. That's so funny because I always hear like people say, "Oh, Catholic school is so cold," and like the nuns were all fucking evil. Nah, Miss Spearman, that was my teacher. I still remember her name. Mm. She still has. She still put backyard parties in the house, pizza parties. We'd come over in the summertime. Really? Spray each other, spray each other with the holes and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's tight. Yeah, that's good that you had a teacher so early on. Miss Blair, Miss Spearman. Yeah, yeah. I remember my teacher. Did you take the take the reading quick? Yeah, always yeah. been a reader. Yeah, since I was a little kid. I feel like you probably learned how to read before you even got to school. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, you know, one of those. I always ask people if they liked reading, but I never get into shit that they used to read. But I think we're close enough in age. Maybe we were into some of the same reading. Did you ever get into shit like um, Encyclopedia Brown? 
Nah, I don't know that one. What, what kind of books were you into when you were a kid? Like Goosebumps and shit like that. Oh, yeah, okay, Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, James and the Giant Peak. Yeah. Oh, Roald Dahl was the shit, yeah. dude. He had a bunch of good books. He got busy with it. Uh, Man, I, Lion, I, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit like that. There was this one Roald Dahl book that I can never remember. It was like maybe a short story that our teacher read us or something, but it was like this crazy fucking story about this gypsy kid basically where like his dad was kind of a rolling stone as well mm-hmm. and uh he went to live with his dad for summer kind of in a trailer and like I, for some reason i remember they they had to like they had to go like poaching for their food so they went to poach a bunch of peasants and they like put sleeping pills in these raisins right and then spread the raisins all over a field and all these pheasants come down and eat them and they don't die they just go to sleep and so they're gathering up all these like fucking half dead uh, pheasants and putting them in a bag and they take them back to the trailer that they're living in and then like in the morning all these pheasants wake up and break out of the bag and they're like flying they're like freaking out yeah and I can never remember what the fuck that story was but it was really tight yeah that's just that yeah roll doll man He's the shit. Yeah, he's a sicko. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else did you take to you? Were you big into math too? Just every subject you're just Yeah, I learning? was like a prodigy and shit. I, I, yeah, I could have probably got skipped and shit. Yeah, I was yeah. really smart. Did you, did you have to, to go to other classes for reading? Like, did you have to... Yeah, I went to prep for prep and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Saturday school and yeah. I was in advanced classes and shit like that. Yeah. That's tight. Really smart. So at what point did you stop liking school? All right, so I went to, uh, I don't know. I guess shit, shit. I mean, somebody from Brooklyn hears it. They don't know the school. Yeah. I went to the school by the name of Philippa Schuyler, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, middle school, which is like, at the time, I don't know, I'm not sure if it still is, but it was the best school in Brooklyn. Was, you got to take a standardized test to get in. Yeah. So I was there, and um, I don't know. They, we That was like in the night. That was in the 90s. Yeah. So that's in around the time when, like, Biggie was alive when I was going there. Yeah. I still remember that shit. And, um, because <laughs> I, uh, anyway. No, nah, tell it what. Uh, no, nah, I just have a funny story. Like, I just, I always remember that Biggie was alive. Life After Death didn't come out yet when yeah. I was in school. Because it, the day it came out was the day I got suspended. And I remember my uncle coming to get me. My uncle was best friend coming to get me. Uh-huh. And his Jeep and them playing, Jealousy is a motherfucker. You weak, jealous mother. I always remember that. That was yeah. the first time I ever heard that song. Yeah. Isn't you know? that amazing? And it was how, a tape. Isn't that amazing how fucking you can relate a specific memory yeah. to a specific song like that. That's uh, tight. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah. And I, I got in so much trouble with him. My uncle came. Eh, what did you get suspended for? Oh, man, dog. <laughs> oh, so this is going to tell you anyway. I, yeah. I had to come to this anyway. Yeah. So I was going there. I was doing pretty shitty or whatever. Uh-huh. Wasn't really into it. And, Even uh, though this was the best school that you had to like, f- pretty much fight to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of whack. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean, but it wasn't even. I just had shit going on at home. It was yeah, just like I just couldn't focus in school. Uh-huh. And um, long story short, this was back in Brooklyn when there used to be a shit called Latin Kings. Yeah, which is like this big gang in gang, Brooklyn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Blood, that's when gangs really was becoming so. I mean, maybe they was always there, but when you get like 11, 12, that's when that shit kind of becomes a reality to you if you ain't into that. You right. Know what I mean? Now right. You're, you're looking big enough to take your jacket and shit. Uh-huh. So we used to go to school every day. And mind you, though, we're, we're nerds. We're like the smartest school in Brooklyn. So yeah. clearly, niggas, you know I mean, most, a lot of smart kids are really gangsters, but. Uh, you know, we're nerds to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so, I always think a lot of gangsters are are like secretly smart yeah, because yeah. to fucking run a business like... You, you run an to, enterprise. Dog, to be a fucking <laughs> drug dealer, you have to be hella smart. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. Verbal people, always, people sleep on that. Verbal can't. Kaiser Sosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, so long story short. So 
we start bringing Nas to school oh, to fight yeah. because every day we used to have to fight him when we went home. The, gang, I mean? the gangster dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's come try to rob us, rob Would us, you have like starter us. jackets and shit they're trying to take? Yeah, we used to wear uniform, but we used to have like just money, yeah. candies, yeah. basketball cards, just, just whatever, young niggas Whatever shit. they could get their hands on. Yeah, he was just bullying us. You yeah. know what I mean? So we was like, fuck that. I mean, I used to think I was like dudes that was older than me. Like yeah. they was like, "Yo, son, we got to, we got to bring some weapons over here, man. Get it in with these niggas." So I'm like, "I bet." So we start bringing weapons. Did you like eleven? Might have been eleven, twelve. Yeah. Oh wow. So now we bringing weapons to school. You know what I mean? Try to defend ourselves and shit. Yeah. So then that's going down. Mm-hmm. But now we got this brilliant idea. Like back in in school, trading cards, like basketball cards, is like currency. That was the biggest. That was a big thing. Yeah. So we came with this hairbrain scheme to start extorting kids with 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 like. You know, with our um, with the weapons, with the weapons, you know, on the side. <laughs> That's as a, terrible. So these are story kids just getting, you know, bullying niggas, taking cars and shit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's like that smart dumb shit. It's like yeah. this seems like a really smart idea, but it's really dumb. As fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, well, long story short, you know, all the all the other geeky kids, they they conspired to, uh, you know, rat me out oh. that I had a weapon on me. Oh, so, so you you were doing that with your friends, but then they all fucking Judas you? Now they didn't know. Oh. They didn't know. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, so they claimed it was a big. It was a big drama. Yeah. And um, I had like a big buck of basketball cards and shit. It's like maybe the last couple weeks of school. They go. They steal my butt. I think. I think. I think they did Judas me. Now that uh-huh. I'm older, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I don't trust nobody like that. But so they went. They went and got my shit, and then they went and told the the, the the principal like, "Oh, this guy's been extorting us with this razor blade." Wow! So I'm, they come and get me. They come strip me down in the um in the office. So where's the weapon? I don't have a weapon. Long story short, they find they had it the whole time anyway. I guess they just wanted to demoralize me. Oh, anyway. wait, so they like really stripped you down? Yeah, halfway they patted me down and shit. Yeah, man, got busy on me. Yeah. So then, you but know, they had already found it. What was it? An exacto knife or a box cutter? It was an orange box cutter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then I got kicked the fuck out, and then I had to go to school in the worst part of Brooklyn, to the worst school in Brooklyn. Get out. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and that's that became that became my that was the beginning of my decline. Well, I was going to say, well, so when you go there, do you have to, like, mask the fact that you're a smart kid all of a sudden? Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I was always smart. Like, I always was just, it's just, I never studied. You know yeah. I, mean? I just remember everything. That's just yeah. how I am. So, yeah. I mean, passing classes and shit always was easy for me. It's really not, Same. never been difficult. Again, another thing that we have in common. There man. you go. Shit. See, man? So, uh, yeah. See, but, Fred? But you, <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 no, but see, that's the that's the thing too, though, is that there are some kids that are smart and have no social skills, and then there are some kids that are smart and are also chameleons and have social skills, and you yeah. seem like you're part of the latter. So I would imagine. Nah, I have no social skills whatsoever. No, nah, I suck. That, get out. Yeah, man, I'm mutant. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe you when you say that. So I feel like you probably didn't have a hard time making new friends. Um, I did. I you did. did. Yeah? I did. That's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I always felt like I was. Well, right? when you go to the new school, what happens? Should have just turned up, you know what I'm saying? I never seen a school like that because I was always in good schools. I went to Catholic school. Yeah, I went to the best public school in Brooklyn. Yeah, then I went to uh, then I went to the best junior high in Brooklyn. I went to Prep for Prep. I went, was in, you know, I was yeah. in all the little smart what, kids. Shit. What's like the racial diversity of the schools that you were in initially? Like the Catholic schools and shit. Was it mostly white? All black. It was all black. Uh, yeah, man. I never met. A, I never really met white people till I was rapping. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, to be honest with you. That's super interesting. Other than like them being in like a supervisory position at a job or some shit, but yeah, yeah. I never met like no white. Never had like white friends and shit till I rap. Like no interacting shit. with white people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was very. It's before Brooklyn was on the gentrification tip, so everybody was just black. I never even really seen white people other than cops 
Or no teachers. Shit. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, that has to be, that has to give a bad impression of fucking white people if the only people you see that are white are cops. No, nah, I mean, not nah. necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I never really had, I've never been really ignorant to blame everybody for one person. Yeah, not even to blame, though, but I mean, there's got to be some kind of, like, subconscious thing that grows when, like, I, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't mean, know. obviously, I fucking cannot relate to that, so yeah, I don't yeah. know what nah, my No, it's not like that. Is. I mean, for me, I can only speak for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't speak for everybody else. Right, right. But I know for me, I've always been enough of a fair person to, I don't really judge I don't judge hoes of being hoes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I judge people of their character. How I greet you and how you act, I judge you of that. Whether you're a cop, motherfucking firefighter, or yeah. police, you know, whatever, right. <laughs> dog trainer, whatever right, the fuck right. you are. Like, I ain't going to say, it never really bothered me. Like, okay, I know, all right, this is kind of crazy. Like, you know, these dudes in the fucking ghetto cracking niggas in the head walkie-talkies and shit, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But I know everybody isn't like that. You right. know what I mean? Now you go now say you go shoot one of these dudes in the face or something. That'd probably be the dude that would have helped you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like who's to say? So I'd never really I judge everybody as I meet them. That's a very level headed way to think. Yeah, you gotta be that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you get to the new school where shit is turned, what's happening there? Shit was just crazy, man. I went to uh, IS fifty five in Brownsville, Brooklyn. That uh -huh. Brownsville MOP from boot camp click. Yeah, never ran, never will. Yeah, yeah. From uh, Smooth the hustler, trigger the gambler. Yeah, shit. Who else is from Brownsville? All I know about Brownsville is what I've heard in rap music. But oh, I, but you've heard got the a, truth. It's, it's got a reputation. You've right? heard the truth, baby. Yeah. Nah, Brownsville crazy and shit. But uh, you know it is what it is. It's, yeah. It's all good, man. It's, everything is everything. Everything's all the same everywhere you go. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it was different. It was like night and day to me. I remember my first day of school. I was scared. Like I was like, oh my god, these kids. And is this the first time that you're getting to wear street clothes to school? Yeah, wow. and I'm super spoiled. So hey, my mother what, bought what did me you wear? everything. I know you remember your outfit. You know, I might have had like a fucking pair of. I do remember my outfit. Yeah. I think I had a pair of. Uh, fuck. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like you remember your baby. Nah, I'm trying. Nah, I'm trying. I know it was a pair of Air Force Ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was, I just can't remember the color. Yeah, yeah. But I know I had a pair of Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the color though. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't remember. And so what happens? Like, you get into the hallway and people are just fucking wilding out or just doesn't seem wild. Bizarre. It like, doesn't curse, seem bizarre. I've never seen people curse the teacher out like that. Oh, wow. shut up. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kids, like, we wasn't doing that in, in the schools I was in. So yeah. it was like, oh, shit. This shit ratty. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? First day, dudes try to fight me. Like They did? Cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like, got to get tested. Everybody got to get tested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas just want to see where they're going to align you at. Yeah. Like, okay, he wanted them. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Well, so where did you get in? Where you fit? Like, where, um, where I did fit you... in where I've been my whole life. I've just been the, I've been a nerdy kid who just somehow hangs out with dudes who not as nerdy as him, but they always seem to, like, follow me or fuck with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I think that is? Every group of fucking the quote unquote cool kids, they need a fact checker. <laughs> they, they, they need someone that's like, nah, ask him. He knows. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, also probably was the most stable too, because like I had a real stable home life. Everybody else shit was crazy. Right. So, so was your house then like somewhere that kids would come for like fucking positive reinforcement? Yeah, shit? my mom was everybody's mom. So, yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah still is. That's great. Yeah. That's a good type of mom to have, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you instantly notice the educational styles were very different? Niggas ain't teach, man. <laughs> what do they what do they do? Yeah. Yo, you be sitting in there, they don't teach. Like, oh, crazy, man. They just sit and be quiet. Yeah, like, you tell, talk, tell man, them, man, it's bullshit. Like it's just bullshit. They ain't teach, man. That shit was just every every period was recess. You really? know what I mean? Like yeah. to me. Yeah. From what I came from, such a 
different schooling, like, you know what I mean? So, you People know, just talking throughout the whole class Talking, shit, just talking. Like, Everybody bugging out. Yeah. You know, we. T- I remember, yo, I'll tell you a funny part. Yeah. I remember, like, I'm in class and shit. I still remember a chick named Tiffany. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? My man Terrence. I, wherever he's at, if he ever hears this, my man Terrence from the Towers. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of my niggas hear this and be laughing. Actually, Terrence from the Towers is one of our biggest followers. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, so tell Terrence, yo, Terrence, yo, so we, gonna, we you know what I mean? We in the classroom and shit. So, you know, he's it, we're 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're in seventh grade. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's talking to his chick. He's like, yo, I fucked the shit out you. I'm like, they fucked? They having sex? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's sex? Yeah. They talking about actual sex? Yeah. So then uh, she's like, what? You can't handle this? You can't, like, what? I'll break your shit, girl. I'll break your shit. What? Come on, come on, let's go right now and fuck the shit out you right now. What? Like they, I'm like, I'm sitting right next to them. Yeah. She's like, you feel me, my nigga? I'm like, yeah, man, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, they having sex? Yeah, this is very advanced. Yo. Yeah, that's crazy. Sex? Not even fuck it. Sex, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no, I mean that that shows you like the where, where my mom was at when I got there. Right, so, right. You know what I'm saying? I had to adapt real quick. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. <laughs> I mean, I still remember the first time some kids in our school had sex. It, I mean, it was in eighth grade was when it was when we found out like, oh my god, that couple like fucked already. And it was like. <laughs> I, I was like, man, nothing will ever be the same again. Like, this is fucking, the game has officially changed. This, this is a whole new level going yeah, on right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It's so yeah. crazy, man. And they's talking about, like, they was good at it. At, <laughs> at 12. Like, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. So, the you grade, probably break me up now, right? The grades just, like, <laughs> fucking instantly declined from that point, or what? Yeah, it was just, it was just murky. Yeah. You know, I was still in the top class, though. I was in the top class. Yeah. I was probably just one of the smartest kids in the top class. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't really trying. I could have been doing better, but yeah. I wasn't. I was bullshitting. That's the thing is, like, when there's no competition when you're around, you fucking, you're at, you sink to the yeah, that nobody level. nobody cares Whatever anyway, you're easy, whatever They pass you. They just want you to fuck out the classroom. They don't, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, the teacher's yeah. just like, okay, get, get, get the fuck out. All right. right. What were you into? Um, oh, so 12, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, uh, was in school, you know what I mean? Just learning. I mean, it was good for me in a way. Cause it, it I mean, I met my best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean, he, he, him and his brother, they are my man Los, who I always shout out on all my songs. Yeah. Uh, he's locked up right now. Um, shout out to Los, keep your head high. Yeah, definitely. Love you. And, um, uh, his brother J.O., they came to my school. You know I mean, they were from my hood. Nobody from my hood was in my school. Uh-huh. I never went to school with anybody from my hood, from my project. Right. My mother always wanted me to go to school away because she didn't want me to get mixed up with shit. Right. So they came. So now everybody from my project, because they was like the liveest niggas. Uh-huh. So they come, and then I got cool. They're like, you from, you from Kingsborough? Yeah. I don't never see you outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, my mother didn't really let me outside like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A word. So J.O. was brilliant. He in my class, too. Like, I'm good at reading. He's good at math. That uh-huh. was like our thing. He's right. Super mathematical, mathematical genius, nigga. Yeah. So I'm like, we get cool now. We walk home to school every day because we in the, Brownsville's a rival hood, our hood, where we at. Uh-huh. So you know, I had to be in the mix with dudes that wasn't from my hood to be cool to get a pass. So right, right, gonna, right. You know, put hands on me, I guess, or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there in them terms, but I mean, I wasn't scared. It was just right. like whatever. It was just, yeah, yeah. You couldn't really rep your hood like you just. All right, I'm just here. Whatever, I wasn't really in my hood like that anyway. It was the point. But then, you know, uh, when I met them, now they bring all their beef to the hood because they wild. You know, they straight wild. J.O. and Los? Yeah, yeah. they wild. Yeah. So now, 
especially for like 12, 13. He was fucking already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he was yeah. fucking too. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, everybody's fucking except me. So, um, you know, so we, uh, you know, I got cool with them. So now I inherit their problems and shit. Uh. Like, so now I kind of, which is actually in retrospect, I'm actually happy it happened because I learned, I learned the streets that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's how I learned everything that I know now. Right. You know, through them. That's so. Yeah. And you still keep in touch with those guys. Of course. That's, that's amazing. Those are good friends to have. The kind that fucking. They broke me. Last of shit. They broke me in. Like, yeah. they, they definitely taught me to, like, taught me, um, you know, taught me the world I didn't understand enough. Yeah, at that time. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, we talked about this in the car, I and mean, we don't have to bring it up if you don't want to, but I thought you had a fucking really interesting outlook on sports because I said, you're a big motherfucker. You're like 6'3". Yeah. So, at least. Two, and 230 or something. Yeah, big, big, broad dude. Like, yeah, yeah. you're an intimidating presence, and I feel like any coach of any sport would be like, yo, what's up? Come play yeah, they always fucking, did that shit. Come play ball, whether it be football, basketball, whatever. Like, you look like you get down, and you're like, I'm not into sports, but you had an interesting outlook on it. Well... And he asked me that shit in the car, and I told him, I said, he said, well, I never play ball. And I'm like, you know, personally, you know, no knock on anybody who does it, because I, right. I watch sports. I love sports to yeah. watch them. You said specifically it's an art form in and of itself. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it yeah. definitely is. It's yeah. very intricate. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, you have to have a very intricate understanding. And you have to have a sixth sense almost. You know, yeah. It's like a barber can develop a sixth sense for cutting hair. Or right, right. We just develop a sixth sense for writing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a skill. It's it's, it's deeper. It's, everything right. is intricate. But at the time when I was younger, I never wanted to play any type of sport because in my mind it was like, I don't want to be like some big black dude that's just known for like bowling motherfuckers over and shit and yelling ah! at the crowd. And I just subconscious about that idea. And I just always wanted to be recognized for something that I did from my mind. Right. Not, not necessarily from... Um, Rather than your physicality. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, but I think that's such a, again, like such a crazy level-headed thing to think at that age to be like, I want to be known for my intellect rather than my physicality. Yeah. Because everybody fucking grows up going like, oh man, I want to be the next like fucking you know Larry Johnson or whatever. No, nah, I wanted to be a thinker. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. When did you start writing? Uh, I always wrote. I wrote. I started writing when I was about nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. Like with little poems and shit. Yeah, I always wrote though. I can never, I really can tell you the time I didn't do art or draw or write or anything. You still draw? Nah, I suck now. Yeah, same. Uh, I, man, I used to love drawing when I was a kid, and I'm yeah. fucking terrible at it now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I used to like take um, the Sunday comics and like you know redraw the Garfield or whatever on me a too. big piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, what kind of stuff were you writing? Just little little kid poems. Kid poems, and uh, I used to write a lot of R and B songs. Really? Yeah. What were your R and B influences? Uh, I used to like Tony, Tony, Tony. Hell yeah. Alfie Sadiq and shit, and um, man, Joe to see and that, you know all that stuff. Casey and, and Jojo, Casey all and Jojo, that. All yeah. that wave, wave, wave. I wanted to sing, you know. Yeah. That was like my secret goal. What about what about West Coast bangers? DRS. Who's that? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Uh, in the gangster league. <laughs> nah, I don't know that joint. <laughs> oh, it was huge, but it was a West Coast thing, right, I think. I don't like, know that joint. Right this goes out to my homies in the gangster league. It probably was. It probably was I probably just missed that. Yo, you, know when it, you know when it was big? It was big on the box. Okay. The box? Yeah, I wrote the box. Yeah, it was big on the box. But they were all like, they were dressed super West Coast gangsters, but they were like all sang R&B and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> so you used to write R&B songs? Yeah, yeah. Can you sing? Uh yeah, I still can sing a little bit. That's tight. Yeah. Did you ever get your chops up like singing in a choir or anything like that? Nah, man, no church. Did you? Oh, it, this is a good question. Did you ever get involved in band since your dad's musical? Nah, never picked up an instrument. Nope. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I played uh, the, the, we had clarinet. We had music in school back then. No, yeah. They don't have it now. Nah, they don't really have that. Yeah, we had music. I, I was supposed to play the clarinet, but I was just trying to fuck with the girls and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> You're trying to you just skip the band, but get that one time yeah, in band camp. Trying to get that one show. time, that flute. Yeah. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Oh. So when did you, I mean, when we were talking to the car, you said you were already like putting out rap shit by the age you were, by the time you were 15, right? So like, uh, I mean, uh, or uh, 17 or something. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. My first shit came out was about 17. Well, so like when, when do you start going like, I, I want to rap? Um, maybe about 12. At 12? Yeah. And that's just cause, is it cause you're just like immersed in that you're seeing these rappers walking around in, in the neighborhood and shit and like, is that a desirable thing to be or was it just like, it was just pouring out of you? It's pouring out. Yeah. Yeah. What were you listening to that you're like, I need to do this? Um, hmm. That's a good question. Because for me, it was Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. And a lot of people say that. And 36 Chambers. A lot of people say that. I would say it was uh, Biggie. Yeah. And, um, and Cameron. Yo, Cameron is, a, Cameron is a late influence for me, but that's but Purple Haze is one of my biggest influences, secretly. That's that the first album I ever bought. What? Well, I mean, I used to do, you know, I used to rap... <laughs> I used to rap like ODB songs and shit. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying when I was little yeah. at Thanksgiving, like you know, some kids would come out and sing Michael Jackson. Yeah, my mother would come out and make me sing like Shimmy Shimmy Ya and shit. Get out! Yeah, man, that's amazing. Yeah, so you can suck my dick. <laughs> I'd be like, I guess I write a bit about nine, and I knew every word to that song. It's like the first rap song I fell in love with. Which was Shimmy Shimmy Ya? Yeah, and that, um, Run DMC and Aerosmith wrote this way. Oh, dude, I remember seeing that on fucking MTV as a kid and be, and thinking it was such a huge deal. I'm like yeah. telling my parents like, you don't get it. This is like two worlds colliding. <laughs> I'm like fucking. 10 I didn't even get that. I just got yeah. walk this way. Let's get it. That shit was dope. Yeah, yeah, but that that was the first song. My mother said when that came out, I was just like a little kid. Just, uh, Man, like, <laughs> not to be not to be on some Mr. V two shit, but I have this story that popped into my head the other day, and it's like the exa- it's like the exact same thing as that. Where like we were having a, a Thanksgiving or something at our house, where like some friends of the family were there. Yeah, and so uh, my my best friend uh, back home is named Sean. Shout out to Sean. He he came over and he was never like on some artsy fartsy shit like me. Like as I was the same way. I was writing little poems and shit when I was like mm-hmm. nine and ten. I was like memorizing full rap albums Got at that call. age. Yeah, I just had and I didn't know because at that time, you gotta think like, dude, being a white rapper was not a thing. Yeah, and so it made no sense, but I just had this calling to it and I didn't understand what it was. But I made my friend Sean, I was like, yo, we got all these people here. I'm like, we got to go put on a rap show. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want you to memorize this crisscross song real quick. And then we're going to dress up with backwards clothes and bandanas on it. We're going to go downstairs and fucking rap along to it. And at the time, I, I feel like my parents were probably like, what is wrong with this kid? And and Sean probably thought like, oh, this person, this guy is fucking crazy. Because like it was super retarded. Yeah. But looking back now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just like had the call. You got the call. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. When the call, you got to answer it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting that you were doing that same shit. Yeah, I've never man. really heard somebody tell that story. Yeah, man. Y'all yeah. busy. That's dope. Yeah. So when do you start like writing your own raps to beats? Um, I was about 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I'd, uh, wanted to secretly rap. You know what I mean? I, and I, nobody actually knows this. Uh-huh. Nobody. You're uh-huh. the first person I've ever told. Like. Well, now everybody's going to know. Yeah. Well, what, what ended up happening? I don't know. I, one day I was doing my homework. I used to always do my homework in the bathroom. Yeah. Everybody that knows me know I'm a bathroom addict. I sit yeah. in the bathroom for hours. Yeah, same. Write songs <laughs> That's another shit. thing. <laughs> so uh, I bring fucking liquor and everything. It's yeah, like a little yeah. room for me. 
I won't even go in my I room. Used to, when I used to smoke weed, I used to love smoking weed in the bathroom, mm-hmm. like just in the shower. Mm-hmm. You know, the steam and the weed yeah, at the same yeah, time yeah. is great. Oh, it's kind of trippy, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't smoke weed, but yeah. But um, yeah. So I used to go and I was in there doing my homework one day and shit, and um, I was like, Yo, I should try to write a rhyme. I should try to write a rap. And I was like, Ah, right, you know what? Fucking, I'm gonna do it. Fuck this homework. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Wrote a rap and shit, and I was like, I like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm going to write one every day before I go to bed. No, that, that's smart. That's a good work ethic. So I get nice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just going to if I keep doing it every night, eventually I'm going to get nice. You now, would you practice them out loud or just kind of in your Yeah, room? I practice them out loud. Yeah, just yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. That's dope. So that was just the, that was the vibe. You know, so every night before I had a big, I had a poster of Biggie in my room. Yeah. You know I mean, and I saw the guy, I used to pray to Biggie, like, yo, Biggie. Let me be nice and shit. Is, <laughs> is, is this before or after he passed? After he died. Oh, man. Yeah. There's like something kind of touching about that, though. Like real time. You know, oh, dude, you know what that reminds me of? Have you ever seen this movie, um, uh, No Retreat, No Surrender? Mm-mm. With this dude, it's basically the same thing, but with Bruce Lee. This guy has a fucking Bruce Lee poster that he's always like, you know, I want to just learn martial arts. And then this fucking Bruce Lee poster comes to life and starts training him. Oh, shit. It's like, the gra- it's like the quintessential shitty 80s, like kung fu movie type shit, but yeah. like the American version. And uh, Jean- it's actually, I think it's Jean-Claude Van Damme's first um, American role, and he plays a bad guy in it. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. What is that name of it? No Retreat, No Surrender. No Retreat, No Surrender. It was a big deal in my brother and I's life. We watched it probably a hundred fucking times. One of those. Yeah, yeah, but he like fucking praised the Bruce Lee the way you prayed to Biggie. Yeah. Look into it, bro. Uh, So how long until you were nice? Um, I say it didn't take really long for me. I was pretty much like a, I already knew, I already kind of knew. Yeah. Yeah, I had something. And when did you start showing people though? All right, so you know, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin rapped since he was five. Uh, wow. My cousin Goldie, he rapped since he was five. Fucking ill. Never seen him write a rhyme on paper. <laughs> never. That's since, crazy. Since he was five. That's yeah. That's a crazy age to start. Yeah, and no paper at five. That's insane. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's fucking genius. So, you know, he's always. I he didn't know I rap, so he's always kind of my career, and he always always diss me. This is about. I don't remember what year it was, but this always this is about oh one. I say it's about two thousand, year two thousand. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. And he's like, uh, he's always coming to my crib and diss me. She used to come over there. Oh, I was real chubby when I was little. So, huh. oh, you fat, Tony? Everybody call me Tony. Uh-huh. My middle name's Anthony. So yeah, like, Tony, fat, eat mad baloney. You know, yeah. that type of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I'll be like, oh shit, I pretend like I couldn't do nothing. And shit. Uh-huh. So one day I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write around, and I'm going to diss him. When he come, he do it and shit. Oh, shit. I'm going to just wait for him to finish. Yeah. he's just bullying me and with I'm it. I'm going to roast him. And I'm going to just get him. Oh, so shit. So then he comes over. You know, he's fucking with me. He throwing on beats. And he not even realizing. Like, why does this kid have beat taste? He's not even knowing I rap, yeah, rapping yeah. now. But, you he know. He realize you're like, so you're giving him the fucking rope-a-dope and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was ready for his ass. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I'm a rope-a-dope. I'm the king of the rope-a-dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, yo, so you saw the usual yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Rebel Ken is like my role model. I know. Yeah, you brought him up a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I'm just like, all right, fuck it. You know what I mean? Go ahead. You got me. So he's finished, and I just came out. Ah, I forgot what I said. Yeah. And like all my friends did. was like, oh, 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 he can rap. He can oh, rap. Shit. And he's like, oh, shit, you can rap. We got to start doing it. We just start doing songs together. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight. 
Yo, it's funny because in the car you were like, oh, yeah, I was the last of my cousins to start rapping. But I didn't realize that you met your fucking cousins started rapping when, when they were five. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's insane, dude. Yeah, yeah, he gets busy. Yeah, that's dope. And so you guys started making songs together. How were you recording at the time? Um, We had a karaoke machine. Oh, yeah. With two, two tapes and a mic. My mother used to have it to sing. She's singing in the living room and shit. And we used to sneak and sneak and take Wait, that shit. Did you ever get your mom on the hooks? Nah. <laughs> still waiting on that joint. She's still waiting on it. Why you never let me sing on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I got it on one day. I will. Yeah. But um, we gotta find the right record. So you got the karaoke machine, the and two getting, tapes. Getting you got busy. Yeah. How like were you uh, jacking beats and shit like that? Yeah. Just put, you know, first we first we started by um, we just, just recorded the end of the song yeah. and press pause and then record it again, press pause, record it again, press yeah, pause, and loop tapes. it. Yeah, yeah loop yeah. the shit. Yeah. And then rap to that. And then they start coming out with like little instrumental cassettes. You get them downtown Brooklyn. Yeah. With all the hot songs that was out, you get like, the beats. Like a single with the, with the, the B-side with but the But they used to collect, they used to have mixtapes that would just collect all of them. Oh. So you get like 20 instrumentals for like $10 or Oh, some that's shit. tight. So me come go, oh, what beats you? Oh, what beats on the back? You look in the back. Oh, they got that. Yeah. I got that Eminem. Forgot about Dre. Oh, shit. Then me the critic. I'm like, number, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to get it together. Right, right. That was just it. And then just all of us start rapping. It was just like every one of us all yeah. of us rapping and shit. And so you start giving uh, like tapes to your friends and shit? Yeah, it was and they, just they like. they rock with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I gave my boy. <laughs> I told you the story nah. in the car about oh, my yeah, voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, tell me this. Yeah, this is a good story. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this is years later. Maybe now, maybe I'm about 16 you know what i mean so i've been rapping a little while now yeah and i was nice you know because the saying? story that brought this or the, the thing that made you tell me the story is i was like yo you got a fucking great tool because your voice is like amazing yeah deep fucking rap voice yeah yeah and um so when you were 16 you give a tape to somebody i gave a tape to my boy jo yeah and he goes upstate he's upstate doing whatever he's doing yeah and um long story short he gives it to some dude who's supposed to be connected whatnot in the music industry yeah, yeah. like everybody else yeah. is in the world right and um he's like yo uh, yo, your boy's nice, but his voice sucks. He sounds like a little bitch. <laughs> I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, yo, from now on, nobody's ever going to say that. Like, yeah. I'm going to make sure. And that's where, like, you know, you hear me like, yo, yo. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm loud. Like, yeah. I'm boisterous. Cause, I told you that I went to your first LA show. Yeah, and one, one thing that I noticed was, like, I, as soon as you got on stage, because I've been doing this a long time, too, yeah. I went like, oh, like, this fool is actually somebody who has been... I was like, this is not an internet one-hit wonder. This yeah. is a dude who has been rapping, and you could tell because you are you knew how to hold a mic, and you knew how to project into a mic and throw a show. Yeah, yeah, I get It busy. was dope. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been doing that forever. Man. Yeah, so I, I want to I also add that I love how you've added inflection to what you think the dude sounded like. You're like, yeah, your friend's dope, but he sounds like a fucking bitch. Yeah, like, that's, like, just a, like that's you, how I imagined you, it. You can hear it haunting you, like, yeah. just echoing through your brain. But it's like an echo on it, like, he bitch, pro- bitch he, Yeah, exactly. Bitch, he probably bitch. just said, like, yeah, I mean, he's cool, but he's kind of got a bitchy voice. Yeah, yeah. Was something, like, mild. And, nah, he, and you're it, like, oh, he sounds like a fucking bitch. Now, you know, <laughs> I could get it. I'm angry thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. So from that moment on, you were like, I got to fucking figure out how to use my voice better. Yeah, so yeah. I just always, so, I, so that was always my goal, to be the master of voices. Yeah. So that's why I have, like, a hundred of them. Well, and then the fact that you grew up to be a 6'3 giant, like, yeah. you know, you're, I'm sure your voice deepened after that as well. Yeah, that didn't hurt. That didn't, that that didn't, didn't hurt. hurt. That didn't hurt. Yeah, totally. So... I don't know. Yeah, then what happens? How do you how do you graduate from high school? Like you, I didn't. I you, didn't. You dropped out. Yeah, ninth grade. Ninth grade. What were you doing from ninth grade? Then you didn't tell me this. Oh, where you ask? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, nah, uh, the last day I went to school was uh, nine eleven. No shit. Yeah, I, that's so fucking crazy to me. I don't even think about that kind of like I like. 
Yeah, I, that didn't even dawn on me. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you lived through 9-11, and that happened. Yeah, I was there. And what happens that day? I had a parent-teacher conference about getting kicked out of school. Whoa. I mean, oh, so you were already, it was like there was already omens. Yeah, it was already coming. What What, what happened? Oh, I mean, my mother was going up to... We were going up to school. We, she was waking, I had a conference for like 10 o'clock. Yeah. My mom. I remember waking up. She's like, uh, Tony, come to the living room. I'm like, what's up? Look at this. The plane fell into the, flew into the, the, the tower. Yeah. What? She's like, they saying they think it's a terrorist attack. I'm like, that sounds fake. Could you see it? <laughs> yeah, I could see it from my window. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget that day. It was the first day of art school for me. Yeah. And I had this female roommate, uh, and she wakes up crying, but she was like a drama queen, so I didn't take it seriously. She cried all over all kinds of shit, it seemed like. Okay. She's like, oh, we're under attack. And I said, what? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then, yeah, lo and behold, that we were watching that shit on TV, and I was like, holy fuck, like, that was crazy. And then I went, and then I went to my first day of school, of, of art school, and... They, the teacher didn't mention it at all, and I was like, oh, art school is going to be fucking weird. This yeah. is, like, not real school. <laughs> yeah, that's weird at all. That's yeah. weird as shit. Yeah. So what were, but what were you about to get kicked out of school for? Not going to school. Just for truancy? Yeah. Wow. And so that day, like, did you guys go to the conference, or did yeah, we the went city anyway. kind of shut down? We went anyway. Yeah. And I remember us trying to use the pay phone, and it didn't work. How did you, you guys get there? There were no cell phones then. How'd you get there? <laughs> Were the trains still going and everything? Nah, I mean, I, I lived walking distance. Oh, okay. School, so we walked over there. Yeah. My, my mother had a car anyway. Oh, right, right. But, um, yeah, I remember all the parents up there. It was like a riot in the school because all the parents were trying to come and get their kids out. Make sure everybody was safe. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> my mother probably laughed thinking about that. But, um, but yeah, so that was like, you know, I still remember what I had on, too. Yeah. I had on a pair of Jordan 1s that were navy blue. And white with a silver check and a Dallas Cowboys Michael Irvin jersey, the navy blue one with the stars on the shoulder. Yeah. And a Nike headband. Wow. Still remember the outfit. I still remember that shit like it was yesterday. Michael, Michael Irvin, though, really out here flossing. Yeah, I was uh, getting busy. Yeah. I was very spoiled. The headband, though, too, that's a that's a interesting accessory. I was spoiled. Yeah. I was yeah. spoiled, yeah. Headbands uh, was the wave back then. What? <laughs> Dude, what happens after fucking nine eleven in New York? What's the what's like the the climate like? All of a sudden, everybody was scared. I used to have a lot of nightmares about it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Had a lot of nightmares. Like I'd be somewhere and just waking up cold sweats or yeah, dreaming about Osama and killing me and shit like really? that. Really? Yeah, it was I, haunting you like that. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. I was talking to my girl the other day. She told me she did it too. That's so crazy. Yeah, because we were so far from it. Like it did. Like. Nah. I don't want to say it didn't fucking affect me like that, but it like it it didn't because it didn't seem it seemed so far away. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, man. Was there tension in the city, or did like do you feel like people were nicer all of a sudden? Nah, like, man. I don't know. You know, I don't really, I don't really, I really can't remember that much. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't think I was really cognizant of things like that yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably was more focused on myself. You know, what I mean, than like what was going on. Yeah, in the world. So. But you drop out at the, after that day. Yeah. I and so what did, you, what did you start doing? Um, Rapping. Yeah, that was it? No, you didn't go get a job? No, nah, I was just rapping. Yeah. Yeah. What was mom saying about that? She didn't know. She's just, she didn't be like, hey, why are you in the bathroom all day? She didn't, no, she, oh, what, about rapping or <laughs> that I wasn't going to school? Oh, yeah, that she did, weren't going to school. She didn't know. She, oh, she didn't know. Nah. So she's going to work, driving the leaving. bus or whatever, and then you would leave and come Double back. Double back, yeah. No truancy officers ever came to the door? Or I got caught a couple times yeah. doing dumb shit. Or I'd be with my friends and we'd jump somebody, yeah. play knockout or some shit oh. like that. And then 
that's really a thing playing no nah, it's not real it's that's not really I, a thing but i mean i just use those terms because that's the easiest way for me to explain it but, okay Nah, we just wait till we see people we didn't like and knock them out. Okay. It wasn't like random. Knockouts. Yeah, that's man. It's not really a thing, no. That was not not from what I know. I'm saying like that. Do you remember like last year, or the year before when that was like, a huge hype, thing a on media. Fox News? And yeah, I'm like, where to go? It seems so fucking just vanished, and it seems so crazily scare tactic racist yeah. to be of like, hey, watch out for the black kids that'll punch you for no reason. And They're it's doing like, it. It's like what? Yeah, man. Yeah, that shit's crazy. If you got beat up for no reason, you probably were getting robbed. Yeah, it's not a game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like no, no one fucking knocks somebody out just to laugh at it. It's like yeah. there's a purpose behind it. Yeah. So anyhow, when does it come to light to your mother that like you're not going to school anymore? Um, maybe about a little while later than that. Yeah. A little longer. Well, how does she? I react? mean, my mom was a fucking genius. She probably do. I think she just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, my mom knew. My mom knew oh, everything. She, yeah, she knew she just didn't want to say nothing? I think she didn't know what to do. When it comes out and it's in the open, do you guys have a discussion about it? Like, okay, well, what are you going to fucking well, we do? we beefed crazy. I hated yeah. my mom when I was a teenager. Is this when you went to go live with your dad or something? Nah, I didn't no? go. She, thre- she threatened me to go. I was terrified of my pop. Uh-huh. But, um, but nah, shit. We used to beef a lot. I didn't, but, you know, we actually talked that out, like, now that I'm grown. She's like, yo, I think I handled that wrong. Yeah. She's like, I should have been a little bit more nurturing. Well, that's very of, big of her. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, then what? You start putting out tapes? Nah, not yet. No? Nah, not yet. What happens after that? Um, rapping. And then I go, um, so one day my mom's walking by some building. She goes in it. It's a GED program. She puts me in that shit. So okay. I go back to school to get my GED when I'm 17. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when I'm like, but in my mind at that point, I didn't really care about school. I already knew I was going to be a rapper. Yeah. Like, I knew. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I still know today. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's in you. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about that. It's like, dude, like, sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. Like, you just, you just feel that. Well, I, I, nah, I knew, I knew, I knew early on that I knew. Like, yeah. I knew. Like, it, it was never a question. Yeah. It's never been a question. My destiny has never been a question. To me. Yeah, yeah. It's some one time, one time in my life. One time you questioned it. Yeah. What was that about? Oh, maybe like the past year. Why? Because that's well, later. We'll go. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into that. Because I, I want to discuss what's been going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, we can get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, all right, you get your GED, and then and then uh, college. Oh, you go to college? Yeah. Man. Where you go? Uh, I'm supposed to go upstate to school. Yeah. You know what I mean, but I, I wound up coming back home. That's when the music really got heavy. Like, everybody was just... That's when I really made... Like, we was making cassette tapes. Yeah. And uh, we was passing them around in the hood. And everybody's like, oh, that, that kid is nice. That kid is nice. And I was battling everybody. And it was like, okay, you know. And who were you coming up around? Well, because I think a lot of people associate you with, like, the LPs and Despots I didn't know and, none and those about, guys. But you didn't know any of those guys yet, right? No, I didn't know none of that shit. So I didn't know... I didn't know... You know to be honest with you, I didn't know who none of those people are until we did that song. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. That's funny because I feel like you're. That's who you're associated with. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, I, I have a very similar thing where like <laughs> I'm associated with a certain group of people that I spend some time with, but that like I'm not really that in, in close of contact with them. You yeah, know? No, those are my personally. They're my friends. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. But when we did it, yeah. no, I didn't know that. So when you're battling, like, who? What kind of rappers are you around? Oh, I'm around street rappers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like the time like smack battles. Yeah. And so it's busy. Like, written, like written, written battle raps going in. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And at the time, like fucking Dipset was probably huge. Yep. Yeah. No, so everybody's kind of like we in, we in jerseys. We going up to Forty Second Street on the weekends. Yeah. That's when it was still live and shit. Yeah. Before it's a little, it's a little tainted now. It's boring yeah. and corny now. Were you wearing jerseys and shit like that too? Of course, you got I an was. interesting ass style. Yeah, I was wearing jerseys and yeah. shit. I was okay. wearing jerseys and uh, 
uh, Jordans and whatever. I was working at McDonald's, getting my little McDonald's money. Yeah. Buying everything you could buy. My mother bought me everything you could buy. I always had everything. Yeah. Every, always had everything. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I feel I think it's good to be spoiled. For yeah, it's, it's amazing to be spoiled. Tight. I had uh, every game system, video game, everything. So how did you do in the <laughs> battle world? I, I never really lost. Yeah. Nah. Did you ever get close to ending up on like any smack DVDs or anything like that? Um. Yeah, a couple times. Like you know, dudes talked to me. Oh, why don't you get on this? Get on that. But I never really went through with it. For some yeah. reason, it just wasn't meant to. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't meant to be there yet. And so at this point, is recording the rap starting to get a little more serious? Yeah. You're in like studio space. Yeah, my boy put me in the studio yeah. the first time and shit. And I was yeah. about seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. And my boy Craig, let me shout him out. Yeah, shout out to Chris. Yeah. Uh, you ever fucking make beats or anything? Or like, what were you doing? Nah, I never made no beats. How How are you getting beats? Um, just getting you know instrumentals, mixtape shit, so? mixtapes. You know, just little whatever's out. Like, okay, I'm just flipping and make a song, my own song. That's when Fifty was doing it. So everybody was doing that, just making your own song from the beat. It was pretty acceptable at right. that time. Yeah, yeah. There was a huge mixtape culture in New York. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're, what happens from like 17 until things really start to fucking crack off? Like, what did you do? Got some pussy when I was 17. There you go. That's a big It took me a while. And now we're fucking degenerates together. Don't tell. Don't say that. <laughs> 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 no, everybody knows no, that about me. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, you know. Uh, that changes the game. That changes the game. Yeah. Totally and completely. And that's when your voice got deep. That's when it got, <laughs> that's when it got real deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, uh, you know, uh, I got turned 17. I went to the studio, started rapping. I did my first couple of joints. You know what I mean? I met some dudes from my hood that was doing stuff, and I was just rolling with them. You know, and I yeah. was cool with that. Like, And then, um, long story short, I go up to school. I didn't want to go. I called my mom. I said, Ma, I didn't want to go. I don't want to go do this. I want to be a musician. I want to rap. What What do you think you were going to go to school for? Journalism. For journalism. I didn't think I was, I didn't, I said, you know what? If I can't be a rapper, I can at least write about it. Yeah. That's, that was my logic. So I, I wanted to be like Sasha Jenkins or some shit like that. Yeah. You know what? I, and I keep fucking saying, yo, me too. But you know how I got into photography, which is how I make most of my money is that I was, I used to want to be a pro snowboarder when I was a kid. And then right. when I realized I wasn't good enough to be a pro snowboarder, I was like, well, you know, at least I could like travel and take pictures of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I need to learn how to take pictures. And then lo and behold, I didn't I, like the music called me as well rather mm-hmm. than the photography shit. But that's interesting, man. Yeah. Like when you can't do it, it's like, you might as well report on it. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. think, I think I'm, when I, you know, when I meet people, I'm like, oh, okay, you probably want to do this. That, dude, that <laughs> is literally what I think of every time I meet a journalist. I'm like, oh, you're like a failed rapper or like you're a failed indie musician yeah, or like yeah. whatever. You yeah, know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. Anyway, I have a lot of opinions on that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you go to school, but you're like, nah, I want to fucking, I want to make this shit work. Yeah. So I call my mom and tell her like, I want to come back home. I want to do music. Yeah. My mom is the most loving person in the world. So she's like. Um, all right, well, if you come down, you got to be serious about it because, you know, you really need to be in college. But if that's what you really want to do, do it. Yeah. But when you come down here, don't be bullshitting. Right. Because I was upstate. And then I came home, and then I started, got, <laughs> just got my foot to the grind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then, you know, years later, we're here. Yeah. Right well, so then <laughs> let, let's – shit happens, I'm sure, and whatever, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden fucking you make huzzah. Mm-hmm. And Huzzah blows up. Like, yeah, but it came out. It blew up a year after it was out. So oh, so it was out. When did you put it out? Twenty ten. Yeah, it was out a long time. It was out a long time. It was what, old. When, what the when fuck was it that made? Were, then what made it catch on? Um, uh, people start seeing it. You know what? Uh, the dude when we shot a video for it, it changed it because people actually uh, saw my life. So it was out there. 
It was out there as a song, but, but then like, people saw my life. When people saw you as a visual, yeah. Well, it's a very, sh- it's a, it's a video that knocks you upside the head. Like, yeah, you're yeah. like, whoa! You're like, look at this fucking character. Yeah. But then also look at this girl that he chose to be in it, who doesn't look like a stereotypical. Gemini Lavelle, person. she's she's probably out here right now shooting porn. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. She's okay. Porn there you yeah. go. I, I had her in there. Before. She's pretty popping now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a really big fan of her porn, but she's cute though. There you go. Yeah. I never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you some after. I'll pull up someone and fire up the porn it's, the, it's this fucking dark, grimy video, and you yeah. look like a dark, grimy dude, and you got this voice that sticks out, and, mm-hmm. and the song's cracking, the beat's cracking. Yeah. The the beat, where does it come from? It's a Necro record. It is a Necro beat. Yeah, because okay. I started, what, it, what happened was, I yeah. never heard them dudes rap. Like, yeah. But what, what ended up happening was, I was like, I need to get a different sound yeah. to stand out. You know what I mean? Because I was doing all the open mics in New York. So everybody really knew me from, because my name, my name, I got my name to stand out. Yeah. How did you come up with your name too? That's from doing open mics. My name actually comes, my name was Mr. Esquire. Yeah. And, uh, when I used to do open mics, I used to get lost in the shuffle all the time. So we used to get upset about it. So what I started writing was Mr. Motherfucking Esquire. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got to say it. Yeah. They got to say it. So they'd be like, when they do the list, they're like, oh shit, what? Mr. Mother, you know what I mean? And then I was like, fuck it, that's my name then. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how I got sense. my name, just yeah. from doing open mics and shit. So, so was Huzzah, Huzzah was on a tape that was already out for a while? No, nah, it was just a song no, we had on the internet. A, a and I used to perform it. And every and every time I used to perform it, yeah. everybody used to be quiet. Yeah. And then, you know, my boy would be like, yo, I don't think people like it. I'm like, nah, they love it. They're they just listening. don't even know how to process They're it. They're listening to it. That's the exactly. deal. Dude, sometimes a quiet crowd is a very good sign. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking crowd that's talking and not paying attention. Yeah. Those are the shitty yeah. ones. Yeah, they're subconsciously dead. Like, they don't even they don't even know they're watching. Like, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I was like, all right, that's the song we got to shoot a video for. Like, what yeah. we going to do for the video? We don't got no money. I'm like, my man, my roommate, he was like, yo, let's just do it in the house. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know, so it's a lot more to the story, but we got to do it for time. But you could tell it. I, well, I'm gonna go long <laughs> in this one. I think this podcast is going really great, so right. we can go as long as you want. Um, yeah, because not too many. You know, it's weird about me, which I'm aware of. Not too many people know too many things about me. Well, I I do think you're a pretty mysterious yeah, character, yeah. but like that's the thing is like you seem outgoing and flamboyant, but I think you're probably usually a pretty quiet dude. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty much the polar opposite of yeah. what people think. I am. Hey, have you done a lot of like long form interviews or no? Nah. I'm, yeah. I'm so pretty... then there you go. We're giving people the Mr. Yeah. Motherfucking exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So you guys plan to shoot the video and what uh we just shot it he's like all right let's bust it let's just do it let's just all right what you know he's like all right we know we need ass we need a stripper because people gonna always pay attention to something that they see sex yeah so that was that so that was a just stripper girl that was around the neighborhood nah just no? I, we found the we used to go to the basement strip parties and shit in brooklyn they have these things like basement strip parties like text message only so you yeah. get a text message that tells you it's a strip party and you go to the shit yeah i went to the shit i met her manager in the strip uh, party and shit and yeah uh you know everybody know me from rapping and shit so he's like oh yeah i heard of you i will Talking this shit, I'm like, yo, like I'm doing this video. I'm doing my first video. I need a girl for my video. Yeah. So we, she hooked, he hooked it up. It was really supposed to be two girls in the video, but yeah. one of them didn't come. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Then she wanted to come in this shit. Like, well, I mean, it worked out perfect because like <sighs> she fits the part so fucking yeah, she perfect. Killed it. For she that killed video. it. She killed it. That was kiss, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a blessing. Yeah. 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 It was fly. You know what I mean? So then we just made it happen. And when you see the edit, what did you think? I thought it was amazing. Well, you're like, you're like, oh shit. It's just what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so what, what happens? You put it on YouTube. Put it on YouTube. Nobody looked at it for like six months. For six months, <laughs> yeah, it just then, sat there. And um, the dude who shot the video, he's very diligent about people seeing it. Yeah, he was like an industry cat, so he's just get that shit to everybody. He was an industry cat in what sense? He's just be like in the mix. Yeah, me, I'm not a fan of that. Like, yeah, you barely, you would never see me at a party. Or nothing. Yeah, like never. 
Okay. And when I did party, I hated it. I used to have to get mad drunk to party. Yeah. And then I make an ass out of myself. Yeah. So I stopped well, partying. It is what it is. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So um. So he's diligent about people seeing it. So how does he? So when does it catch? Like, what's the big? Uh, I think Danny Brown saw it and Danny tweeted it. Uh, and Danny's like, oh, no, Danny's not a hater. He's a real nigga. Da- well, Danny, yeah, he seems like he's a supporter and he's up on shit. But also, he was just starting to crack off himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was. And, and the funny part is, I stole my video from his video, which is real. Oh really? Yeah, because he's in his crib rapping. Yeah, that's his old joint. When he did that. on um, he I did. Seen a, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I stole that video from that video. That's my inspiration for his. No his video. So it was ironic. How, that was my favorite rapper. So it was funny that, and I never even told him that. But yeah, like really, I never, I that's never so had interesting because that I felt like you guys were part of the same freshman class or something. Yeah, kind we of are. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. guys, you guys came up at the same time. Well, he always tells me my time didn't come yet. He still tells me. Oh, I fully agree. Yeah. and I want to get into that because I think it's an interesting situation. But proceed. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, he's like, uh, he tweeted it and shit, and everybody started seeing it, and niggas start dick riding it. That's how it goes when you rap. But, um. Was there, like, some kind, was there some <laughs> press that hit you where you're like, oh shit, this is, like, legit now? I don't know. I didn't know like, none of that shit was. Yeah, when I, was, yeah I didn't know none of that shit. Yeah, was. yeah. You know what I mean? Like the source, that, or the, like Double XL or something? It's the only thing I knew ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, other than that, I didn't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was just happy to just. Like, you just start seeing the numbers go up. Yeah, that was just cool enough for me. And then what happens? Does the phone start ringing? Yeah, then, then they come. Who? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that's the thing, is like, I'll tell you from like me uh, as a dude that's like out here on the internet, yeah. right? I'll tell you like my third party perspective, and then you tell me where my misconceptions come in. How okay. about that? Because that might be interesting. All right, cool. So, I see the video, and I'm like instantly, uh, instantly taken by it. I'm like, oh, like, you know, here's the thing as a fucking artist, and we talked about this in the car too, like sometimes your first instinct is to be like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could do this or whatever. Like, and instantly I was like, nope, this is dope. You know what I mean? And there was something about it. I was drawn into your image. I was drawn into the chick that you chose. I was drawn into the, like, dark, moody scene. But most of all, I was drawn in by the first fucking few bars where you're, like, drunk, driving on a Wednesday. I'm pretty good at writing hooks. Like, it was great. It was just instantly there, right? And so then as the story starts to unfold itself and i see like the people that are that are supporting it i uh, and i see like immediately lp get behind you who is somebody that's like an alt rapper that i grew now up that was on. my idol when i met was he yeah and so that's the thing as i had read interviews where he said it was your idol so mm-hmm. i kind of figured that th- that maybe you were a dude that was running in like the alt scene for a while nah. that nobody had just heard you know of you want to know how i met l just yeah. to cut you off yeah go ahead please it's quick yeah go ahead i was walking down the street right i turned the corner yeah i bumped into somebody yeah and it was lp yeah, yeah. That's how I met him. And how does that go? What's up? What's up? You Esquire, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he knew who you were. I like that video you did. Yo, yo, I love you, L. I did my whole mixtape over a lot of your beats and shit. Get out. You did? Yeah. Yo, I fuck with you. Yo, would you get on the remix if I did a remix? Hell yeah. That's amazing. And that's how I met LP. That's an amazing. What part of town was that in? Uh, Brooklyn and Williamsburg. That's great. Literally walking to the train. Yeah. I turned the corner, like... Walking the block, I yeah. turn. The, he's walking the block. Turn the corner. We just bump. Yeah, like that. That's so interesting because <laughs> you know what's funny is like me trying to push it together in my head. I always assume that there's like a, a machine behind a lot of stuff, and so I'm like, oh, he must be the dude that all these guys are rooting for. That's been around for a while, like in this in the background or something. And uh-huh. so like, because I knew that like Despot is like kind of a he's a big influencer oh, out Despot there, is and, that dude. and LP's a big influencer out there. And I was like, maybe these guys have been seeing this fool's talent, and they're like they're like helping chug it along a nah, little bit. You know? I didn't know I didn't know Despot until he got on my song. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even know who the fuck he was. I actually, to be real, yeah. I want to ask Bronson to do that verse. Oh, really? But, you know what I'm saying? 
um, Heems from Dodge Race, like, yo, Despot should do it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it, let Des do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, he's a fucking interesting character oh, in the whole dichotomy the, of rap music. I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad it worked out that way. Though, yeah, that's, yeah. That's my nigga. I love that dude, too. Yeah, yeah. I really like jumping from a bullet, like, literally. It's such an interesting <laughs> thing that he's never put a record out. And I'm not trying to, like, make this about somebody else. But no, nah, I don't care. Yeah, it's yeah, my know, brother, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's me. We, yeah. I, we are we. He's yeah, my yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. He's dope. He's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So okay. So who starts calling then? If you fucking meet LP just bumping into him on a street corner, then like my life works that way. It's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. My life works that so way. Who, all so who? So who starts calling? Like, do industry execs start? Yeah, calling they all start calling and shit. And then I'm like fired from my job. So you know, I'm fired from my job. I'm not yeah. making any money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of how I got record deal. Was like. Because here's the interesting thing evicted. for context, too. You got evicted? <laughs> I mean, getting evicted. I did get evicted, yeah. yeah. I got evicted the, the, the month I signed a record deal. The, the marshal came and threw all my shit out. How long did it, how, <laughs> how many months after Huzzah caught on was it that you signed a record deal? Maybe like, I don't know, maybe like three. Three months? Yeah. It was quick then. It was real quick. So here's the interesting thing for like context, because this was in 2011, right? Uh-huh. So I feel like the the atmosphere and the climate of, of the music industry was like odd future had just blown shit up. Yeah. I love them. And it exploded. And all of a sudden, like the record labels are starting to see like, Oh shit. Like there's people that are like having hit records on the internet and like, yeah. we need to make some fucking money off this. And yeah. then Krayshawn blows up. Yep. I, remember when that I was out here when it happened. Gucci Gucci was huge. Yeah, I was right? out here. That's why I'm yeah. at Speaks. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, Speaks is a close friend of the, I was just hanging out with him yesterday, not mm-hmm. the name drop, but close friend of the podcast okay so yeah so there's like this climate going on where like the record industry is trying to like soak up anything that's fucking popping on the internet Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so i think that i think that you kind of get pushed into that thing of like oh this is cracking let's get him on board right yeah yeah they didn't really know what i did were you ready um no we wasn't ready for that shit man and they weren't either nah nobody was ready yeah yeah can I tell you something just because I feel like we've been doing pretty good here and I, we got a good rapport going? Bust it, man. Okay, so I was kind of sad when you signed. Me too. To be honest, because I went like this <laughs> in my head. like, And this is the God's honest truth. Like I said, <clears throat> that song caught me instantly. And I was like, this guy has something. And then when I saw your show, I was like, oh, this guy can fucking really rap and he can perform. And then when I heard that you got signed to a label, I went... He's not going to make radio hits, dude. And that's all that labels want. So, like, now he's not going to get to be him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, tell me about getting signed and tell me if I'm, like, accurate with that at all. Um, Getting signed. Getting signed. We're getting signed. What's the process? I didn't want to. To Universal, right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Initially, I didn't want to. You know what I mean? To be honest with you. I didn't really feel spiritually it was the right thing to do. So, who was pushing you that way? Your team? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody, what are you waiting for? They want you. Because that's how it's supposed to happen. Like, yeah. You're supposed to get hot and then you're supposed to get signed, right? Yeah. But in my mind, I felt like we don't really need to. Because you probably had everything going on your own already. Yeah. And I, I kind of liked my life how it was. Yeah. I just thought, I was like, damn, my life gets to be extra cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, my shit is already. It's like now I get to be me, but I get to be me with the advantage of being cracking as well exactly yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah so when we get there it's like you know i don't know what to do yeah i don't have a manager yeah you know i don't have a manager now yeah so i, I don't know what to do we just there you know what i mean we signed i remember i remember getting signed the next day and i'm just like well what, what happens now and like nobody could tell me uh-huh. you know what i mean i just was like oh fuck i fucked up really yeah oh yeah <laughs> Man, and that's the and that's the crazy shit is I feel like 
and I'm positive that you think this way in hindsight, but like some people, they fuck up and they think about long money versus short, or they don't think about long money versus short yeah. money because that's the thing is that with the labels, like they throw a bunch of money at you yeah, right up front. Of course. But then a lot of people don't realize that like your chances are you're going to get shelved like 95% of other people. It's a lot of chance. And so it's like that buzz that you build up all of a sudden gets like pushed back and back and back and mm-hmm. back because the people that are waiting for you to drop they don't have anything they don't have anything to go off yeah. and you can't just do shit like that'd be the thing like for me I'm more of a I'm more of a artist in a way like I just do shit I don't really like think about what I do like yeah. I don't have a I don't have a a, a powerpoint presentation well you're kind of, you're, I mean like to an extent I, and I and I, I don't know if it's your actual character or, like your rap character you seem like a live wire like you just do shit you know what yeah, I mean I do. you know what I mean yeah and so and I felt like that's, I'm very I'm very compressed in real life yeah you notice that yeah yeah but like when I create it's a different it's me times 30 it, it's a it's a fucking exemplified caricature of you or something of myself. like it's turned yeah. up you yeah know? very much yeah, so yeah. but like and people but you know it used to fuck me up because people used to expect that from me in real life yeah but i'm actually very boring yeah but i'm not boring i'm cool as shit but it's just i'm not like that like i'm right. not no, I'm you're not drunk driving on a Wednesday. Fuck no, I can't yeah. even drive. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, you imme- so you immediately fucking you immediately feel like some sense of regret. Yeah, definitely. Does the label assign you an A and R? Yeah, you get, you get your A and R. You yeah. get your whole thing. They want to put you like me. I, I I said ideally. I said I said well, this is what y'all need to let me do is just make underground rap popping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, just, which is exactly what they should have been doing. Yeah. Like, like, here's the thing that labels also always fuck up is they don't realize that like the reason they like that person they're signing is because they like what that person does. Yeah. But then they immediately go like, well, we got to do what you do, but then make it marketable to a mass audience. Yeah, yeah. And it's like if if what you like is the underground rap, then you can't fucking market that to a mass yeah, audience. But you can, and you I, can. I I have the honest belief that you can. You absolutely can because now the labels seem to just have a stronghold on the radio. Yeah, and so radio doesn't want to play fucking anything. Except they don't, they they don't want to play. play that shit. Uh-huh. But if a major label like actually built an artist and like let them build their following by following their instincts, which yeah. you had been doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have helped you garner a long-term, long-lasting following. Yeah, yeah. But instead, they let the buzz cool down, right? Yeah, to me. You know what I'm saying? It was just like my hands were just super tied. And like, like I don't do good, but I don't do well with being fake. Yeah. So I just say nothing. Yeah. Because if I say something, I'm going to say what I feel. Yeah. So I just have to like say nothing. So are you t- doing like a bunch of meetings all the time and shit? Yeah, but uh, just the meetings feel like wastes of waste, waste, a waste of, time. of time. Everything yeah. I did was a waste of time because not like I really had like a good management team. And and that's one thing I would tell anybody before you step in any situation, always have your management team straight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like my situation was just a mess. So yeah. it was like I lost once I began. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I didn't. I did. I just knew. I was so used to just me being nice, being the main factor. Like, oh, I can rap, so I can always write a song that's going to save the day. Right. But it doesn't work like that. You didn't that. have a team of people around you that, one, knew what they were doing and, and like, had your back regardless. Exactly. exactly. And your best interests in exactly. life, really. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It seems that way, but I wouldn't be, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it was that Right, way. right. But, um, so, you know, I learned the hard way. I learned, uh, there's two ways of learning life. Yeah. You learn through either somebody telling you, or you learn through going through something. Right. But uh, at the end of the day, I didn't really um, I didn't really feel any way about it. I know I, at first I did. You know what I mean? When everything was happening, 
And like I had to put on a front all the time, and yeah. I don't like to do that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like probably the people that were at the label were probably so clueless as to like what. Nah, I'm not even gonna. It's not even like a well, shit on the label type thing because, honestly, I I feel like if I if I knew what I knew now, I could have made it work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just uh, I just it was just too soon, and nobody knew what the fuck they was doing on my end. Yeah. So it was just like. Just everybody's leaving me out to dry. Like, well, what are you going to do? I'm just like, oh, I'm supposed to rap. That's yeah. all I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm not supposed to be, like, doing marketing plans and shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck this so is. To, and, and we talked about that in the car briefly about, like, how this was this was your time where you just needed to, like, go be an artist. That's all I wanted to do. Because to this point, people like That's me and you. That's what a rapper is supposed because, to do. Because to that point, like, people like me and you, we've been managing ourselves. Uh -huh. We're smart enough to manage ourselves, to book ourselves, to make videos happen. Like, you do that. But once you get to a certain level, that's you have you, to you're stop. not, you're you not have as to, sufficient. You have to concentrate all your energy on the, into on, music uh, in the, in you the can't music. have any distractions did you have a chance to do that at all nah I didn't make one song for my album I was signed for two years never made one song never made a song never made a song did you ever make a were you making songs for yourself though um not really no nah. I just I just didn't even like to write I started hating rap you started hating yeah it felt like a fucking prison shitty, shitty job yeah so it felt like a prison what were people or like what were like words getting thrown to you or like what were like pitches getting thrown to you like were people going like oh we need to hook you up with this person yeah I mean person? I would come out to LA a lot and I would work with like uh I would work with like I'm not gonna shout yeah, you don't have to. it's not I mean I got major love for them but yeah yeah it's not them you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? but I work with different pop producers and things of that nature yeah and like I would, I mean, I can write my ass off. So did anything stick? I mean, the joints were hot. I mean, in a sense, I mean, they, if I was a ghostwriter, they'd be good. Uh, but it wasn't nothing. It I wasn't personally, Mr. Felt, motherfucking X Wire. Nah, nah. Yeah. My music is about angst and anger and yeah. pain and love and shit. Yeah, it ain't about no whatever the fuck yeah. that stuff is about. It's you know those empty, empty songs. Uh -huh. I love you. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, he's talking about love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I, you know, you can do those, but. You know, it just wasn't a good marriage. And and let me tell you something, man. You know, to, to kind of cap in this this conversation is that I think most people in life they fail because they give up before they ever start. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a big deal when you get a record deal. It uh -huh. is. It is because one in a million motherfuckers make it. But at the same time, if this is what you're doing, this is what you're doing. You can't worry about one in a million motherfuckers. You're the one. Yeah. And sometimes shit don't work. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you have to go home and go work again. Doesn't mean that you have to give up. It just means that you learned a lesson. If you look at anybody who's great, Jay Z was on Priority. Yeah, Fifty Cent was on Columbia. Uh huh. He was he didn't blow there. Right. You you. If you really got something that the world needs to hear, they'll hear it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So uh, that's just my mentality towards things. Like it's just one thing I went through. I learned from it. Yeah. It it, it made me sharper. And yeah. more dangerous. Well, here's the thing: is I I get the sense that you're coming out of a tunnel right now. Yeah, and yeah. you can see the light at the end of it. And yeah, you, and and I feel like things, and I genuinely hope that like things are going to start fucking. They're going to get back right to where they were. Yeah, you they know are. what I mean. And, and that and that's what I that's what I foresee. Because I'm going to be able to do what I want to do. Now. Yeah, and I can feel like you have a renewed sense of hunger. So tell me about the dark points during the deal, and like now that you're <sighs> getting out of them. You know, yeah, the dark points during the deal was like everybody thinking I owe them for nothing. Yeah. Like, yo, I used to do shows. It used to just be me and my two friends or me and my three friends. Yeah. Then everybody's like, oh, why didn't you do this for me? Why didn't you do that for me? Why it's like, well, you weren't in the gym when I was taking all yeah. the free throws. And it's not even like that. Like, yeah. yo, all right, we all go back. and But like, yo, maybe you just need to just leave me alone for a little while. Yeah. Everybody needs to just, yo, I, my life is changing crazy right now. Like, yeah. just let me live. Let me figure out what I want to do and who I want to be. Yeah. And, you know, because everything you do when... When you have attention on you, everything you do, and I'm such a cerebral person, and at the same time, I'm such a 
loving person. Yeah. To like, I always, I don't never want to make somebody feel like shit. Right. So everything you do is magnified. You're a people pleaser. Oh, you didn't pick up your phone? Yeah. You don't fuck with me? Yeah. It's like, nah, I fuck with you. But I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. trying to be rich. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, I can't always just do the same shit we used to do. Right. You got to allow me to grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't allow me to grow, then none of us are going to be able to grow. You know, I can't nurture you and baby you and shit like that. I have to be, I technically should be the one being baby right now because I'm the one who has to kick in the door. So, yeah. it, it, who the fuck? <laughs> Hey, you didn't answer your phone. You yeah, I'm about to get it now. You, you didn't answer your phone. Me? Nah, fuck with you, dog. Thought you was on LA, Tom. I know you up. It's only seven o'clock over there. That's two forty. That's but, uh, great timing. But um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that was like one of the big problems is just having that sense of loyalty to people and, yeah. and putting yourself third, not even second, putting yourself third in your own right. time. Yeah, that makes sense. That people would start coming out of the woodworks and kind of thinking that that you owe them something. Yeah. What, what was the what was the part where you knew it was over with the label? Like, like, um, or like, okay. when did you feel like they gave up on you or something? They never did, gave up they on never me though. Up? Yeah. Nah, they, yo, they used to root for me so crazy. It yeah. was just I had so much internal shit going on yeah. on my end that it was like I could never get it together. Everybody's like, oh, I guess he's not hungry. I'm like, nah, like, uh, dude, I've been waiting my whole life to this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what makes it. It's like what what I'm, what we're going home to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it just was just bad, uh, bad advisement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't get the right it's just business stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the talent shit, easy. But I just learned the oh, I see why Jay Z's that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because right. it's, it's it's hard to balance both and you gotta really be a shark. You really yeah. gotta be able to make those tough decisions. Yeah, and I talk about that a lot, how it Matt, you know, I'm I'm like a purely creative, I think. Like I don't really have a business sense to me. And 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 it shows cuz a lot of times like opportunity like there are time there are people and things that I could have made money off of where I've just kind of been like, "Ah, fuck it, I'll just do it for you." Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz this is the kind of motherfucker I am cuz I'm not a business dude, I'm a creative dude. And like to be someone like Jay-Z that has both of those aspects so dialed genius. in is Genius. insane. Cuz those are you have to be able to use both sides of your brain. And he to still got time power. to gain the baddest bitch in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. He's still busting in that. It's Raw. crazy. No condom. Um. So so <laughs> tell me about when you find out that you're gonna get out of the label deal. Uh the day I got dropped. Well, actually, I wanted to get dropped. Let me be real with you. Yeah, I could say. I mean, it seems to me <laughs> like you knew you wanted to be dropped. The day yeah, that you I was like, all right. Yeah, I yeah. kind of just was waiting for it to end. Right. But I had the fake enthusiasm because you know with the public shit, you gotta like. Yeah, you everything's know, cool. Your fans tweeting you. When the album coming? Yeah, yeah. It's coming, niggas. Y'all yeah. get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you in your crib, like, I'm fucking out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but uh, you know, um, I don't even remember the exact situation. It was like a song I did with Chance the Rapper. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I didn't really like the song. You know what I mean? I thought it was cool. I mean, I don't really make wax songs to myself. Yeah. So it was like whatever. Yeah, that's a good mentality. Yeah, but uh. I thought it was cool, but I felt like he was getting hot at the time, and I didn't want them to force me to use it as a single. Uh, so I just put it on my mixtape because I just was like, "Fuck that shit!" Like, I just didn't want you to force. Like, I knew I knew what they were gonna do already. I knew it was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, he's hot. Yeah. He's sucking dick." Yeah. So I was just like, "All right, I don't want y'all sucking dick on my time." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we did the record, and then like this wasn't even like no mail and shit. Like we did it together, yeah, we were in the studio together and shit. Yeah. But um. I was like, all right, I'm just going to... So my man's like, oh, don't put it out. Or my homie's like, don't put it out. I'm like, man, just put that shit out because they're going to force us to use that shit later on down the line. I see the shit they're doing already. Uh-huh. So put it out. They got mad. They're like, oh, why you put it out? We're trying to sign them. Now you're making them mad. So... Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a political mo- maneuver. Yeah. Almost. So you're yeah. like, yo, man, your pussy's loose and his pussy's tight. So we're going to drop you because oh. we want to try to get him. Yeah. That's really what happened. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know Chance at all, but I fucking loved the acid rap tape. He's dope too. as shit. He's so dope. Yeah. And I, he's another artist where I just don't want to see him get lost. He in don't life. have to. I don't yeah, he's good him. now. He don't got to do that You shit. know what I'm saying? Like he, he did it. He did it the right way. Yeah, exactly. You nah, just, good. If you just stick with your fucking thing, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you can yeah. do it. And that's the thing is, I think now you've come out of it older and wiser, and I'm sure you see that. Like you'll be able to build a fucking fan base, and like you'll be able to like live off merch and live off touring yeah, and do I can this do shit. You know, like you can do that stuff. I have my plans. Yeah, like, that's I, great. Yeah, I have my plans and shit. So how does life feel right now? Um, life life feels renewed. I almost feel like I'm coming out of the womb again. Like, yeah. It feels great. Yeah. You know, I'm actually excited because I, you know, things like, I don't know. I guess I'm weird. But you you, you heard about my life. You yeah. see the type of person I am. Yeah. But I don't really get affected by like, oh, they're not talking about me. Like, yeah. I don't care because it didn't matter when you weren't before. Like, you know, I don't really give a fuck about shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because what I've learned, what I've learned about people, for the most part, is that they're weak. Yeah. And like, you know, people—not to insult people. I'd well, you know, you're listening a, a to person this, can be strong, but people in general are, are weak. weak. Just like a fucking person can be smart, but a group of people are Stupid. dumb as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Mundo. Yeah. So, you know, what I've learned is that people get validation from dumb shit, but me, I, I validate myself. Like so. <laughs> I just don't even, I don't have that sixth sense like, oh, oh my God, I, they're not talking about me. Right. Like, because I never cared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have, I feel it doesn't really matter. When I want when I want to do what I'm going to do, Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you're going to fuck with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's just, right. can't help but to fuck with me because yeah. I'm just good at what I do. That's a great, that's a great attitude, man. And I got to be honest with you, like, I've never met you beyond like a five minute conversation we've had many years ago. Yeah. But like, it's it's a scary thing to like think like I hope that he's gonna react okay to talking about when he was like super cracking you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. and, like compared to right now I didn't like none but of that you're time, such though. a fucking so it didn't matter you're, you're a realist and you got a good head on your shoulders yeah, yeah. and like I'm I'm happy that you seem like you're getting happy again yeah 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 you feel I, me? I'm happy I'm happy too yeah you know what I mean I just was living and then, you know I was just in a phase where it's like I'm trying to do shit like even when I did the second mixtape yeah it was cool you know what I mean it was people liked it you know what I mean I mean I can rap yeah people gonna like what I do but. Yeah. You know, I was just listen, still trying to listen to people. Like, all right, well, do this video. You don't want to do too much. You know, oh, your brand. And like me, I'm not into that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I feel like people connect with the pure honest me. Because yeah. I like we had to talk. Like you see how we sat here and you said a uh, hundred times. Yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah. And that's what everybody does to me. Because yeah. as much as I am street and I've seen a lot of street shit. You're I'm, a relatable person I'm at, a the, relatable at the core person, of it. And that's why people fuck with me. And that's and being relatable is the shit that fucking builds fan bases. Exactly. Now. And so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I can rap. You know, so there you and, go. And I think I, I got a little, you know, I got a little character with it. You so, do. I, 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 and I don't try. I don't try. And that's you know the I mean? best thing to not do. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Nobody likes to try hard. No, nah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, that, that's definitely, um, you know, that's, that's what the whole thing. I was just miserable because I felt like I was like being paid to be a musician. Did you get, did you go through some depression shit? Oh man, I mean, I mean, I've been depressed my whole life. Yo, well, my music is about hey, depression. Hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't ask that earlier, but I wanted to be like, in, even in the car, I wanted to be like, wait, are you a fucking like depressed person as yeah, well? Because yeah, yeah. man, I, I, man, there's something about man, being a fucking, man. there's something about being a genius, bro. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard you, when you see the bullshit. The more you think, the darker it gets. Yeah, man. So, yeah. And then, you know, you get sad and you're like, all right, let me go fuck this chick. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're validators. We do that. 
Well, fuck, man. This is a really great conversation. I'm glad we had it. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, dude. Definitely. I, I uh, I've been trying for a while to get you to get you on one of these. I'm aware. Even, even back in in the Knox Steady days, like I was telling you. So I'm like really happy that we finally got to do it. it was really, yeah, yeah, it was, man. It was cool, man. It happened was meant to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you and probably I, have got me then. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. I'd give you a fake interview, like, yeah, you know man, I mean? I'm chilling. Yeah, the industry no, interview, getting this money. The industry yeah. interview, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, nah. We. I'm glad that I'm glad you were so open about this because it's a fucking topic that I find very interesting about like how labels kind of fucking. They treat people like property rather than rather than. But I, I want to be entities. very clear yeah, yeah. that I'm not upset. I'm not. I, no, you're I'm not, not mad at them. Like, they tried their best. Yeah, but, but it's what they do. Yeah, you know it's what, what they do exactly. Yeah, and I wasn't mad. It's a money game. It has to be. And I'm, I respect that. Yeah, exactly. I like money. Exactly. I enjoy money. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like you're gonna start getting it very fucking soon. Yeah, I do too. So, I'm excited to hear the new shit you've been working on, man. What are you are you gonna do one tonight? Um, if you want me to, I'll I, I would love for you to. I'm not gonna force you to, but I would love oh, for man, you to. Oh man, you don't have to. Yeah. You had to push me hard. What, what do you think you're gonna perform? Um, maybe I'll do Green Ranger. I, okay. I do this record. I mean, I'll do something new. Yeah, I'll do something do nobody ever heard. Yeah, that's All dope. Right. All so right. you heard it first. So you're gonna get a premiere. So before we get out of here, tell the people where to find you online. Um, this is Mr. Motherfucking Esquire. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mr. M F N E X Q U I R E. Or you can find me on Instagram, Mr. Motherfucking Esquire. Or you can find me on Facebook, Mr. MFN Esquire, because they won't let me say motherfucking. There you go. And uh, or you can just Google me and just yeah, just sift you, through things. You're one of the, you're at the level where you can just Google you. Yeah, you can Google you, me. You got good SEO on your name. Yeah, I'm, Google, I'm Googleable. It's very Googleable. I'm very Googleable. So go to YouTube, look up his shit. You got some great videos out there. You yeah. Got a couple mixtapes. Where can you find the mixtapes? Yeah, you can find the mixtapes. Do the do the whole catalog. Listen, you know. And be, yeah. I mean, the next shit will be way better than that. So. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, this is a great conversation. I'm glad we had it. Me too. Thank you so much. My name, as you guys know, is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can find me on Twitter at It's Intuition. For my man behind the boards, Ben Shin, making the shit sound buttery. Ben! <laughs> at I am database, space with two S's. Uh, follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. We changed our Twitter handle to just at Kinda Neat, which is amazing. So follow us there. YouTube.com slash C slash Kinda Neat. They're letting you do custom URLs now. So we got a new URL where you're going to see Mr. Motherfucking Xquire. <laughs> Perform some hot fire. Yeah, man. Uh, and beyond that, go to the App Store, download the podcast app, search for Kinda Neat, subscribe, 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 leave a comment, five-star rating. It's so fucking important and helpful in some way, somehow, maybe we'll be able to monetize this one way. Who, who knows? Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for everything. And uh, that was Mr. Motherfucking Wire. I'm Lee, and this was Kinda Neat. Kinda Neat.